it in my heart. Jimi Hendrix style national anthem. Give it up for the Jimi Hendrix style national anthem. You know what that means. When you hear that sound, you put your hand over your heart. Your heart, and you pledge allegiance to that flag because it's time for America's greatest rock band. I'm your host, Seb. I'm your host, Drennan. And And, uh, uh, this is the definitive and only podcast about music. That's right. Uh, The the, the podcast uh, where we get to the bottom of Once and For All. Who is um, what is who is, is America's, America's greatest, greatest rock, rock band? Uh, yeah, and you know what, Dren? You know, it's we've uh, we've been up and down throughout the episodes here. Uh, we've been, and as you know, we're you know we're kind of contrarians. Of course, we we don't like to just you know flatly agree with everything that's said uh, right away with people. We like to push yeah. the envelope. As, and as men, you know, as as men of letters, you know, we're pretty. I don't want to say intellectuals, but as kind of more centrist, free-thinking men, we kind of we we're able to look at the world in a little bit of a different way That's than right. most people, I think. Especially I think- now, since a lot of us are being silenced, this is a good opportunity for us to kind of get our voice heard a lot. And so, so and we figured, what better art to dissect than music? The music That's of right. art, where you have things like songs and instruments and things like this. Uh, so yeah, so uh, welcome to the to America's Greatest Rock Band. Uh, we have a quick update. Uh, a lot of people, after our last episode, where we said we wish we could, we wish there were more wet markets in New York for us to enjoy exotic animals and stuff. We got a lot of a lot of a response. Lot of, a lot of response. Yeah, that's a good word for it. And so, um, I you know we. I'm just we were just we just wanted to reiterate what our experience was like when we went to. Wuhan and we went to that wet market and we ate all that delicious food and then after our little tour that we did around the world you know Italy um Iran. New York Seattle Iran Spain. yeah Spain and it, it's and again we're thank god that we're lucky we were able to get to all those places before they started closing before down for some everything reason down it's crazy and it's weird cuz I'm still you know walking around outside and I'm seeing people yeah. in masks I'm seeing people yeah. yelling at me cuz like you know, a lot of times when I walk around, I like to spit. It's like a hobby I have. It's like it's a habit. It's a hobby. And so people are saying, stop spitting, put on a mask. What are you doing? And yeah. I'm running up to these people and like, you know, I'm going up to them. I was like, I'm sorry. And I, yeah. I have a excuse cough me. now and I'm yes. coughing and I'm saying, I'm sorry, excuse me. But last time I checked, this is free country. What are you wearing a mask for, you weirdo? Yeah. Uh, this is like, yeah. I'm like, I'm back in China again. Anyway, uh, Still not really sure what's going on with the masks and everything, but I know um, that I won't be going to Costco no more. I tell you what, when they said that I had to wear a mask to go to Costco, I said, you know what, this is a great finally I get to I get to stop my membership that was technically my parents' membership to Costco. That's right. And I don't have to support them anymore because last time I checked, again, this is a I have a right to buy lots of stuff that I don't need. And when you have these these big business corporations like Costco, which I love and support, usually, great. 
starting to infringe on my right, then that's when I say it's time for the government to step in and tell these businesses yeah. what to do. So anyway, um, thanks again for tuning in. As you know from last week, it's definitive. The America's Greatest Rock Band is The Germs. This the Germs, is a band. the number one. Number one, we spoke with um, Aaron Hemphill. Aaron Hemphill, and he basically set the story straight about germs, you know, music that for people who don't like music, punk rock. Yeah, punk rock. And Guys who, so, who listen to music, they don't play music, and yeah. that's how they made the germs. And so this week, though, we have a, um, you know, Aaron, as it was a musician, and so and he talked a little bit about what's like to be a musician and play music and stuff. That's right. And I, it, that, that made me think, we've had musicians on, we've had people in bands, we've had music producers, but we haven't had anyone that really understands what I think is the next art form that's like kind of post music and that's podcasting. That's right. And so we got a, we found this guy on, uh, we went, uh, I, I subscribe to this website, podcast.com. And it kind of just gives you the, some podcasts to kind of check out and listen to. And obviously Joe Rogan is number one, but I said, I'm already subscribed. Yeah. Don't worry about awesome. me. I already got the Patreon yeah, for that. Got that. But I, uh, we came across this one guy uh, and it's Chris Wade. He's a podcast producer from uh, Chapo Trap House. I don't know what that is. And uh, introduction, introdu- and introducing and a podcast about me. words. Yeah. Uh, so we welcome to the show, Chris Wade. Thank you so much for coming. Hi guys, I'm glad to be here. Um, and I do just want to give a quick recommendation that uh, you know there might not be that many wet markets here in New York, but um, there is a warehouse between on Bergen between Classen and Franken, Franklin where uh, you know you can pick up some pangolin about uh, is that right? Uh, about, is that right? Yeah, two hundred for a half dozen. Two hundred dollars wow. for a half dozen pangolin, and are yeah. they live still, or are they already dead? Because I got- uh, these are these are live pangolins. I got a wow. taste for these things. We yeah. were oh. we were over there, and I mean, you know, they say pork. I couldn't eat enough meat. of them. I couldn't yeah. eat enough. I'll tell I you. I'll, enough. I'll tell you. You throw a, a pangolin. You just crack open a beer, pour it on top of that, in your slow cooker. Maybe a little paprika, Ooh. some lemon, citrusy. Ooh. Just set that on low for two, eight hours. Mm. That sounds like a good idea. I can't. Uh, idea. I I don't have a slow cooker anymore because I used to store it in my oven because I don't have a lot of space. But I forgot that it was in there one time. I turned my oven on to to warm up my yeah. house. And so the slow cooker got, uh, just the cord got burned. And then when I tried to fix it, I kind of, you know, electrocuted myself, but that's a good idea. And if you have any other recipes for non stovetop cookers, if you just email me, those would be great. Cause I, I, I mean, I didn't know you could even get pangolin in New York and that's a game changer. That's a game yeah, changer. It really is. But when we uh, saw these things, there were bats flying around, diving on the pangolins. There were even bats that were just laying on pangolins. I got to like, touch a bat and yeah. then eat a pangolin is great i saw three bats come in pick up a pangolin yeah and so uh chris you so you uh, aside from uh, buying exotic animals in uh remote parts of brooklyn you're a podcast uh producer that's right i uh i look at waveforms all day that that is my my calling and uh i love it interesting that's and waveforms are waveforms are kind of like it's um, like um it's like a, a government uh, yeah it's it's like it's like the 5g of sound it's the it's the, the uh, way that uh you know it uh it it looks when you're when you're editing it it's it's the, the the physical manifestation of the sound 
I see. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, that 5G awesome. stuff is kind of scary stuff, but that's cool. That's really cool. And yeah. um, so what, you know, we talk a lot about podcasting on the show because we're pod, obviously we have a podcast and uh, the only podcast we really listen to other than our own is the Joe Rogan Joe podcast. Rogan. So have, have you met Joe Rogan or? Uh, yeah, we all um, hang out. Um, there's a, well, obviously we can't meet in real life right now, but all the, uh, you know, top 100 podcast producers, we all get in a Zoom chat. It's uh, me, it's, it's uh, me and the Chapo boys and Joe Rogan and uh, Ezra Klein and uh, the McElroy boys. We're all, uh, we all, we all do uh, Thursday night drinks over one big Zoom chat. Wow. 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 That's cool. Maybe, That's really- uh, I mean. I don't know. We're, yeah. we're, we're, if you look at the music category on podcasts, we're in that category. Yeah. So maybe we're, we could, I think with all if you want to, if you want to shoot us that zoom link, maybe that could be yeah. fun. We could, okay. our, yeah, I'll, I'll think about it. I'll, I'll yeah. ask, I'll ask uh, the rest of the crew. Cool. That's very great. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, we have podcast producers, Steph who betrayed us one time and, um, so we like to talk about, Oh, do you, you get betrayed? That doesn't sound great. It's a long story, yeah, but basically story. Uh, there was accusations that someone stole podcast equipment from our friend Steph, who was our producer. And why would I steal our own equipment for my own gain? Anyway, stealing long story podcast short, equipment that could that could cost you easily dozens of dollars. That's what I, that, I yeah, mean. That's, that's what I was exactly saying. Exactly what we were saying. And so why to... would I do that? Yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, and so. So you listen, obviously, you're, you're an audio pro. You're listening to Wavelengths all day. You're listening to all kinds of things. But what about music? Do you listen to music at all? Have you ever listened to music? Uh, I have, in fact, in the past, listened to music. Uh, yeah, rated man. true. Okay. <laughs> okay. And uh, so what do you, I mean, if you had to say, like, obviously the Germs are America's Greatest Rock Band, but after the Germs, uh, who would you, you know, if you had to have a, someone in the running for maybe the next greatest rock band who would yeah. it be well america's greatest rock band is an interesting question because i feel Thank you. like Thank you're, you're very welcome uh i feel like uh you know in in terms of the genre of rock music uh you know a lot of the greatest what we would consider like top tier bands are not american you've got your the beatles you've got your the rolling stones you've got your the led zeppelin uh, all all British sure. acts, but in terms right. of America, right. most of the top tier performers are solo artists. I mean, uh, you talk about like Jimi Hendrix, you could say the Jimi Hendrix Jimi experience, Hendrix but it really is Jimi Hendrix, who is the mm. guy or uh, the Bruce or uh, Bruce Springsteen, uh, who has, of course, mm. behind him the mm. E Street Band, but it really is just Bruce Springsteen, right. at least in the, sure. the classic era. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so then you have a lot of kind of kind of second tier bands, or, or, or you know, still up in the legendary status, and, and you can make, uh, and then you have to kind of duke it out there. Mm. But I do have a solid take that there is one band that defines uh, America, and especially the rock and roll era in America, the uh, yeah. post war, post World War II to uh, early twenty first century era better than any other group the germs. the germs and that is a contemporaries with the germs okay. Devo. 
Devo. Devo. Okay. Devo. Ohio's own Devo. Yeah. Well, we know. Okay. Devo. Interesting. We, for, we, we, we know a little bit about Devo. Um, uh, Devo uh, is an American rock band from Akron, Ohio, formed in 1973. Their classic lineup consisted of two sets of brothers, the Mothers Burroughs, Mark and Bob, and the Casales, Gerald and Bob, along with Alan Myers. Shout out Alan Myers. Would it's you agree on. with that? Yeah, you agree with that? Uh, yeah, I think that that is, uh, I think that's a reasonable description of, uh, the classic formulation of Devo. I mean, starting off with two sets of brothers, you're starting strong. You've got a lot of good energy. Brother there. band. Yeah. We've had it's a brother, brother band. band. Yeah. Uh, we talked about brothers. The brother band Ramones are a brother band. Yeah. Ramones were brothers. Yeah. yeah. Brainiac, I think was a brother band. Yeah. That might oh, you, right. you guys done Brainiac? Yeah, yeah, Brainiac. They're pretty yeah. low on the list now, yeah, but they're yeah, not American. Brainiac. They're, they're like maybe America's greatest rock band. But, well, even. I mean, if we can let, let's let's zoom in here because talking about Brainiac and Devo, two bands that both exhibit Ohio excellence. Electronic uh, Ohio and Earmuffs is what I have for Brainiac. Also, yeah. a, a Nut Rock. They did a lot yeah. of Nut Rock. And, yeah, Nut Rock. Uh, they spell their names with numbers. Yes, yeah, they band. were they were extremely a hacker elite. band. <laughs> So uh, and so, but, Devo comes along after Brainiac, and they're uh, like, but, "Oh, Brainiac laid all this groundwork for hacker band." I mean, cl- close to that, but the other way around. Uh, I see. Bra- Brain or uh, Devo comes out uh, first, but uh, but you know, Brainiac comes out a, a little later. But you know, again, if we're talking about America's greatest rock man, both of these are good good contentions because they're both from Ohio, which I would argue as a America's uh, as a city. A, uh, yes, America's greatest, greatest. city. Uh, the mm. most, perhaps the most American state, uh, oh. depending on uh, on what you want to think of as the most American. Uh, I would say mm. it's either between uh, um, Ohio or Florida for the most American state. Whether and that is the Florida. That's kind of whether you, if you want to think that America, it, the positive or negative qualities of America. I feel like all the uh, the the positive ones are exhibited uh, by Ohio, and the uh, negative ones by Florida. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I th- I would agree with that. I think full yeah, heartedly. I think, yeah, actually. I think I agree yeah. wholeheartedly. I want absolutely with that. Um, and so Ohio Devo, man. these so Devo comes along, and they're all brothers. Yeah, they're, uh, all, they're, they're all two sets of brothers. brothers. And um, and what what about their music is you know because we hear all about punk music. We hear that a lot of these bands have used guitars and drums. Yeah. What does Devo bring to the table that makes that stands them out? Uh, well, I would say, first of all, that they are a punk band, but they approach punk a little differently punk. than uh, huh. than punk. Yes. Pop punk, kind of like that Paramore kind of. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. they, you know, the honestly, germs, uh, pop rock, pop punk might not be a terrible descriptor for them since they uh, their their approach to punk was more of a uh, total. Uh, like mutant deconstruction of uh, pop music and rock music wa- rather than a uh, its own sincere uh, uh, approach. Like maybe the uh, something like, you know, as, as would develop in New York, like the, the Ramones or New York City Dolls or something. CBGB kind of thing. CBGBs. Yeah. Max's Kansas City. These, these, type, is, of, yeah. these type of venues. Right. Uh, where Williams Music Hall of Williamsburg, Music Hall of Williamsburg, these legendary venues that incubated uh, the these bands uh, in New York, that they had their own kind of like um, 
weird throwback 50s, uh, uh, almost like a, 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 a grease but angrier approach to rock music, whereas Devo was trying to approach rock music as if they were all uh, uh, the madmen, like ad executives w- that had a, uh, a hole drilled in their head or something like that. Uh, okay. It, it was okay. all through uh, satire and parody and exercises and oh. branding. And then along that, a meld of early electronic instrumentation, uh, synthesizers, uh, drum machines, things like that. Uh, things that they played with that were often broken uh, in very specific ways in which they couldn't get re- uh, uh, replacements for cer- certain synthesizers they had because they were broken in specific ways to make specific sounds. Interesting. So they bro- they would break their instruments and then that would kind of, so they kind of like, I mean, this is kind of, it sounds a lot similar to like Motley Crue. They, they broke their drum set to make it kind of levitate and rotate around a lot. Float and above the crowd. That kind of drum machine was sort of the thing Devo was kind of ripping from. Uh, yeah. I mean, yes, in that, uh, you know, Devo also uh, very much incorporated a uh, stage show into their presentation because they knew that uh, presentation, not just the music itself, but how you presented it was uh, in American rock music as much of the act as the sound itself. So they would wear Very gore style, like like how gore did things, ZZ Top, stuff like that. You have to have, because that's the thing, is a good band needs a gimmick to hook yeah. its audience. Yeah. And D- but Devo didn't have any gimmicks is what you're saying, right? Uh, they had- well, I, Devo was more like taking the gimmick and pushing it all the way through to the point where they knew it was a gimmick, you know, and they would very much probably admit or not admit that it was a gimmick because admitting sounds like there's like culpability to it. They wanted the gimmick to be 100% of the band. It, w- it was a totalizing effort in uh, artificiality a gimmick band yeah a, a gimmick band that was a hundred percent sincere in their in their gimmick okay so okay. that sounds like it sounds like this band had uh this kind of reminds me of uh uh something we heard before these layers that people talk about a lot is that you have like something like the doors where you have one layer and then you kind of have another layer and so devo comes along you know, after yeah. the after the Doors, after Dvorak, after all these great <laughs> bands, and they come along and they're like, "We're going to make layers. We're going to make it even more complicated because people don't want to listen to music. They want to think really hard about what what's going on, and they want to kind of listen past the music to try to figure out what they're actually witnessing and experiencing yeah. rather than the music itself." Yeah, I mean, the uh, Diva wanted to be confrontational about Mm. everything that they were hearing that that and i mean but i think part of the thing that makes them the greatest is that not only are they like a high concept idea about presenting artificiality which i think is extremely american in its own way but they're also they were good at it and they fucking rocked their songs are jams yeah that's yeah i mean it really makes you think, you know, you talk a lot about this confrontation and brother band. And like we said, like the Ramones 
had also confrontation and they were a brother band yeah. and i'm seeing a lot of i'm actually seeing a lot of similarities between the ramones and diva because ramones kind of they were obviously very self-aware they knew exactly what was going on they were smart they were very smart like if in their interviews and stuff you listen to them and they make you think and that's kind of like devo is devo is like kind of building off of the ramones in that way uh you know i would say that they come from similar impulses uh Mm, though music I, yeah music the impulse to uh play hard songs fast mm. uh oh, yeah. but yeah they see they both both do that but i guess on, on a deeper level i would say uh you know the ramones were uh kind of if i can make a a very subtle distinction that i'm sure that you guys will 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 grasp completely and thoroughly uh sure. the Great. ramones were more parody in that they were kind of uh, like uh, making fun of the idea of like a, uh, as I said before, like a 50s greaser motorcycle uh, band and, you know, the way sure. they dress with like the leather jackets and, uh, yeah. and, and stuff like that and CBGB yeah, and, um, you know, the, the three core the breeders, coat the breeders, hangers kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, all the black all, all, dice, all those bands that, yeah, exactly. Uh, in the, that were playing in CBGB in the late seventies. Um, they, they, yeah, they were kind of making fun of of that the that like fifties early rock thing, whereas Devo uh, was more satire. In satire, that, yeah, oh, and okay. and that they were they were more looking at the world around them, a a world that claimed an America that claimed that it was uh, progressing to the future, but as the name implies, they saw was really regressing, Devo. devolving, Devo. Gotcha. Uh, de-evolutioning uh, into the past, oh. so they made this uh, this music that they thought sounded like a a, a vision of future rock that nonetheless uh, represented the, uh, the the collapse of the human mind of um, in America in the seventies and eighties. Oh, uh, of course! Wow, that wow. actually makes a lot of sense. Uh, and you know, I could. You mentioned the word satire, which I love because it's, I think that's, it's, it's important now more than ever to have stuff like that in America and, you know, uh, being, having these kind of giants, these pillars of, especially like late night comedy people kind of taking down, taking down these government, you know, Cuomo, people like Cuomo and stuff. These are the modern Colbert report, you know, the daily show is like, is freaking awesome. Yeah, Uh, absolutely. And uh, yeah, I think it's cool. I think it's cool that these shows kind of take these guys down a peg and that satire is, Americans are kind of savvy enough and smart enough and want and want enough um, people to use satire to make a larger point rather than they love point it. out the specific uh, issues that are kind of plaguing yeah. America today. They'd rather have a layer that um, a certain level of education requires to even synthesize properly. They love, they love education. Yeah. They yeah. love layers. Uh, and Diva was there to deliver that. That's awesome. Yeah, no, they they were the, they were a, a band of layers, but you know, again, I have to co- keep coming back to this that they um they they knew how they knew how to make it fun, um, and uh, you know, uh, one of my favorite Devo stories um that I think you know 
gets in on this, this, this kind of dichotomy is, uh, in their, their early days, um, a, uh, a, a, a Cleveland radio station booked them for a Halloween show that they were putting on uh, and they booked Devo to open for Sun Ra, who is, you know, a kind of legendarily out there, uh, serious, uh, the wacky jazz man. Um, and then mm-hmm. this uh, radio station booked Devo as like a joke. Cause they're like, Oh, who, who are these guys who like wear funny hats and dress up in radiation suits and, you know, uh, uh, play, play these, uh, weird songs that may or may not be about masturbation. Uh, it'll be a gag. They'll be the joke band. And, um, you know, when Diva showed up and started playing and realized that people in the audience were laughing at them, uh, rather than laughing with them, they, uh, they, um, got, they they turned into the joke everybody expected them to and they have this one song kind of their uh anthem jocko homo uh that, homo that jocko homo uh that devolves into this anthem that that asks are we not men we are devo and usually that goes on for um you know i don't know 10 12 repetitions before they go into the next part of the song uh, but when they got to that part of the song at this radio station, because they knew nobody was taking them seriously at this radio station live show, because nobody was taking them seriously, they just kept doing that. Uh, are we not men? We are Devo. Are we not men? We are Devo for like 20 minutes uh, until uh, they had to be forcibly removed from the stage uh, by the show handlers uh, while they were still playing that. Uh, and I think that that is emblematic of them knowing that they are a joke, but also demanding to be taken dead seriously at what they're doing, uh, which is a powerful stance, in my opinion. And that's interesting that you brought up that uh, lyric, uh, are we not men, we are Devo. And because I've actually heard that lyric before, I'm a little bit of a weird owl aficionado. And he, mm-hmm. so so they took that lyric from his Polkas on 45, um uh, polka medley that yeah weird did. al was a, was a big influence on on devo that's what they, thought, they were a little remember, weird themselves if you if you yeah. are gathering that from what i'm what i'm saying right so weird al and then weird al comes along and then devo kind of steals kinda... some of their lyrics from him okay wow well that's so here's what i get is this band and they've got these silly songs a brother band come, brother band and people come and see it and people are laughing at the silly songs and then the band is like you sons of bitches how dare you they break their insurance we're gonna show you what a silly song sounds like here's this uh 20 minute version of it yeah i mean and by the end they they de-evolved uh i would have to say what you guys are saying is 100 percent correct yes that is basically what the idea of the of devo is uh, you know, you, you think you think this is a joke. Well, motherfucker, let me tell you. Wow. Well, you know wow. that, and that sounds American to me. That sounds rock band yeah. as well. Yeah, that's that's that attitude, American exceptionalism. Yes, they are an exceptional American band. Uh, well, you know, I've heard a very convincing argument. Uh, it, it, it sounds like Devo is this incredible band, but to really uh, consider if they are America's greatest rock band, I feel like I have to hear the music. Uh, so yeah, so seven, sc- I do a lot of research yeah. here. Yeah, uh, we yeah. scoured the message boards and the threads, uh, mostly on ebombsworld.com. And a lot well, of the love message... I to see the ebombsworld Devo thread. Oh, it, it was pretty oh, extensive. And it's a lot deep. of... A lot of uh, 
this um this one song kept popping up this one devo song and so i feel like okay so here this and so and since because of licensing issues we can only play songs off of youtube this was kind of the one devo song that sort of stuck that that kept popping up so i'll uh share it with you now and this is uh, apparently you know based on the on the message boards this is the most popular devo song y que tengas todo lo que soñaste got this very satiristic, uh, almost antagonistic. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, and you, and you can hear the electronic experimentation going on uh, yeah. in, in what they're doing. It's very uh, yeah. avant-garde for, for its yeah. time. And, and there's the satire right there. You hear the big brother sound of them just everything. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you can see that they're they're taking a a classic and uh, and through their cover of it, in breaking it down into its uh, its most absurd parts, and then kind of reconstructing in a way that uh, is it's challenging the listeners to even imagine what what it means to be a rock song. Well, you know, I think now Ohio deconstructed pop music, Juggle Homo. Artificial. I think it's settled. I think it's got to be. America's greatest rock band has got to be Il Devo. Il Devo. Uh, I didn't think that it would be this easy to convince, convince you guys. I mean, usually I have to make a harder case a case than this. But you know oh. what? I'm, I'm glad to have you on board. Uh, welcome to Club Devo. Yeah, you know, we're, I mean, you know, and again, we usually don't accept such so quickly. The, yeah, these, we're pretty um, contrarian. We push back pretty hard, uh, but you made a Facts don't care about your feelings kind of thing. <laughs> but right. this time around, uh, the facts, you know, they proved once and for all that sometimes uh, parody music about executives, it just, it makes sense. So, yeah. uh, so we're all, we're all diva. We're all diva. We're all diva. I guess I'm a diva now. Yeah, we're all diva. Yeah, I, whether you whether you want to or not, uh, you we are we are live in the the diva world. Man, I love are, that. I'm happy. I love that. It. So it's goodbye, germs. Hello, diva. <laughs> yeah, diva is the throw, band. Throw uh, Darby Crash more like Darby Trash. Throw them away. Exactly, yeah. Darby uh, Trash. Hey, that's that. satire. That's a, that's, yeah, satire. that's a, folks. That's satire. That's satire. Um, wow, uh, I love how satire and parody are the same thing, too. I think that's so neat. Yeah, so, I think that's interesting. That's definitely Chris, what I was getting so at much. earlier. Wow, Chris Wade, podcast producer, thank you so much for uh coming yeah. on, telling us a lot about uh America's greatest rock band, which is Devo. Uh, so, thank a, you guys for having me. Anytime to talk Devo, uh, I, I'd be more than happy to. Uh, uh, and Chris, is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, the band Devo, listen to them. They've got uh, four great albums. Uh, Are We Not Men? Uh, it's a great place to start. Uh, Duty Now for the Future, uh, New Traditionalists, and Freedom of Choice. Absolutely. Good, good. And uh, just give them a listen. Uh, see, see, what, see what you like. Watch a, watch a live show of them on YouTube. Uh, yeah, and I'll, I'll, I'm going to share on the Twitter page. This live show is the greatest hits that we just played, and I think that's yeah. a good, maybe a good start, yeah, stepping yeah. Yeah, start. Yeah, it's probably a good start. Stone. According to all the blogs, according to all the uh, experts. Yeah. Uh, 
but then when you're done uh, listening to Devo, uh, listen to And Introducing, a podcast about words, about music. Uh, SoundCloud.com slash and dash intro dash pod. And uh, wherever you get podcasts, you can find that show. All right. Still, not, still a, haven't another... talked about Devo on that, sh- on that podcast, though. Going to have And it's a podcast that. about music, huh? A, yeah, words about music. We, we read a book about a musician. Like okay. a memoir or something, okay. and then okay. we talk so about. It's not the, really about it's, music. It's a podcast. It's, it's about more books. about words than yeah. it's, books. You know yeah. what? It's more of a podcast about musicians. Okay, well that's okay. fine. I mean, that's as long fine. as it's yeah, not a rock yeah. band, then they think it's. We're know, the only podcast about music. It's about music, so. Yeah, yeah, no, you guys. That is the difference. You guys are about the music, and we're more about the the people behind the razzles, the the noy rock kind of. Yeah, exactly. Okay, great. Well, Chris Wade, producer. Thank you, podcast. Thank you so much for coming by the show. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. And um, we'll play out with another great Devo song. And it's and the it's same the one. Same <laughs> All right. Such a classic. We love it.